Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we are joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Yo, yo, yo. And we are here with the episode 18 recap show, but it would not be a recap without the man, the myth, the legend, back from the redemption house, Mr. Andy Burge. Andy, how are you doing tonight? I'm back, baby. I'm back. You know, I went through the redemption house. I took out everyone, and you know what? I'm happy to be back and back with the boys. We got a final. I'm on cloud nine right now. Yeah, I mean, great to have you back. Um, you know, thank God for spoilers and stuff for uh, our sake because you're here already. So that means Fresh Meat 3 didn't go so well? I, I signed an NDA. I'm not allowed to say anything, but let's just say if you were a gambling man – Put it right here. All right. All right. So episode 18 recap show. We had part one of the final 60 minute long. Uh, 60 minute long will not be my MVP tonight. So sorry about that. But I thought it was a good episode. I was very entertained by it. Uh, Alex, what was your initial thoughts? Yeah, very, very straightforward episode. It was about exactly what you would expect from a part one of a final, especially like a 60 minute part one. Um there wasn't a whole lot outside of the final itself. Um, and it was just, you know, the classic run and checkpoints. I mean, that's what finals are. They're tough. This one looked pretty tough so far. Uh, and I think the, I think next week's is 90 minutes, so it'll be a little longer to kind of close it all out. Um, but I, I think overall it's just very basic. Not bad by any means. A good episode. Uh, set the stage well for next week, I think. Yeah, Andy, what what'd you think? Well, before I talk about the final, can I just give – Two quick things about last week's episode, because I wasn't here. Well, I was, and my LVP was spot on. But Fessy's little love note that he wrote last week, what a pussy. Are you kidding me? And, and my, my last thought on that was I loved last week's episode. It was one of my favorites of the season. Um, wow. Um, but, yeah, um, going on to this one, I really liked it. This was one of my favorite mm, – one of my favorite episodes of the season, definitely. Probably top – I mean, can we can probably say top 25. How many episodes were in this season? <laughs> I mean, God. yeah, I was a big fan. It was probably top three for me. Um, but it, it was. It was – and sometimes I think final episodes can drag on a little bit, like where you just feel like you're watching them run the whole time, but there's not much to it. I didn't feel like this had it. It was, it was pretty action-packed start to finish. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was – I feel like this, like, part one was – you know, I think we are a little skewed because Fezzi got, I mean, basically knocked out. So I think that's why all of us are jacked up. We're fired up, very Cody Co esque So I think that's why. 
uh, this episode was so good. You know, I have to rewatch it, see it again to see actually if it was really good. But kind of like that last 15 minutes, I mean, it was literally that, that Grinch uh, meme, like of just that biggest smirk. I was, I'm excited. Like I wanted them out. And I mean, it looks like they could very well be on their way out. So, and, and just like, like by nature of the episode and the fact that it's a final means that there was no fluff. There was no fluff in this episode. It was all everything related to the final. And I think we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, that last season, I think they jammed the whole final into one episode. Now it was 90 minutes. So it was longer than tonight, but they jammed the entire final in there. And I think that final was a, like just watching on TV, a bad one. Like it just yeah. felt super rushed. So the pace that they kind of got going tonight, I feel was much better than last season. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, let's dive right in to the episode recap. So we start the episode out and we're back. Uh, Fezzi, first person to walk back in to the uh, house. So that might be, that is our last time. So Alex, our, a, our uh, theory, I think, what, what was the well, official total? 15 out of 18 episodes? I think there was the two, like, to be continued and then one, it didn't happen. Yeah, I would say, yeah, so t- tonight was 18 episodes. I'd say there's probably been 16 opportunities yeah. for it to happen, and I think it happened 15 times out of 16. Yeah, absolutely. So the boy comes in, fuck him, and then, I mean, really nothing really big happened after that. It was mostly just, you know, the classic, oh, I'm pumped up, we made it this far already, I got to win money for blah, 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 fill in the blank. So, you know, we kind of got each person's one by one of that. Uh, Andy, you want to hop in there? Were you about to say something? Question. Well, yeah, you just sparked or you said something that sparked something in my head. Is anyone building a gym with this money? Is that the first time in challenge history that no one's building a gym? You know, I feel like Corey might still, you know, he's got a lot of money and he's got like 16 mouths to feed. Correct. So he's got his family, obviously. And on top of that, I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's a huge trainer for the NFL and stuff. So, uh, are we, are we sure Corey has kids? Oh, come on. (laughs) Cheaper by the dozen three. God. Uh, (laughs) Um, God battle of the families coming soon. Zach and, uh, Jenna. God, did any of you guys see Zach and Jenna's post? Or I think it was Zach who did it. Uh, about having a boy? Was he really, like, he basically said, oh, it's a boy, like, because the fist? Was that his reasoning? I, th- I think so. <laughs> what? He does, I don't think Zach wants a swamp donkey. God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so you got the classic teams are preparing for each other. And then we kind of just dive right in, uh, you know, and there's like, a, I guess, a hurricane, the tail end of a hurricane coming in and just, uh, you know, trying to blow the competitors away or whatever. So we get the rules for this final pretty, pretty basic, you know, third place or fourth place goes home after day one, if they don't qualify third place, zero dollars, uh, second place, you split hundred K and then in first place you get 900 K. So 450 each, which is, I mean, a pretty good day, pretty good payday. Uh, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I think 
well, you know, one of the staples that we've seen in this era of all the shows is that there's it's more skewed towards first place. Uh, I did kind of like how, like, I like how second place got something because I feel like we've had seasons and seasons in uh, recent memory where it's like first place or nothing. And I feel like what this at least does is there's some, obviously still a huge gap between first and third, 900, 100,000. But I feel like it at least adds, like it makes a difference between second and third. Because on oh, those yeah. other seasons, it's like if you get first, you get everything. If you get second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever, you don't get anything. So there's really makes no difference. Whereas now it's like you get that big money if you get first, second place you get some money, third you get nothing. So I kind of liked it better than what we've had recently. Yeah, it looks like the chat, and shout out to the chat tonight. Jesse Adams, love by you. Um, who else do we have tonight? Ryan McCord popped in there. I saw that. Ryan McCord, Mikey the Doctor, the usual gang, back at it again. It seems like a lot of people in the chat uh, would like money, you know, like first place gets, you know, let's say 60%, and then you go to 30% to 10%. So it's 30 for second uh, and then 10% for third. What do you guys think about that? I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of everybody getting participation trophies and stuff like that. I think first and second is I'm completely fine with. Uh, Jesse Adams, right, 250000 for second. I think 125 k a person is kind of a lot for second place. Um, I probably would do, if I were to do it, would be, 800,000 would be first place. And then like, I was thinking like 150 for second and then 50 for third. If you were to go that route. I, I like the third gets nothing. The only problem with third gets nothing. Is, and we kind of saw glimpses. I'm sure we'll get into this, but like, and um, what was it with Jay and Jenna? What was that season? Jay and Jenna, you said? Yeah, yeah. When they when they quit. Rivals three. So they were four. Oh, it's not Rivals I always confuse so, those for so X is two. bananas, but obviously Jenna was with Vince. Sorry. Well, so the re the only reason I like when third does get money is because they forfeited ten grand. Like yeah. they literally just gave away ten grand. Whereas like in this challenge, once we chop off fourth and then we get to whoever's in third place, if they quit, they're not giving anything up. So I kind of like sprinkling them. It's kind of like in Mario Party Battle mini games, where first place gets the big sack, second gets a little bit, but then throw, they do that coin back to someone, and it goes to third or fourth. I don't hate that. I, I don't like... I think 250 for second place is way too much. I would cap it at 150 because keep in mind, it was only like maybe three years ago where first place was getting 250 split yeah. between two people. So giving first place money to second place doesn't, I don't really like that, but I'd be fine with 150, 75, 75. I think that's a good second place. Well, isn't, isn't it crazy to think like literally bananas when he took the money and run from, uh, yeah. Sarah, it's 275K. That's it. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, looks like a few other people are in the chat. Leah Hope, thanks for joining us. Uh, she agrees with just first and second getting money. Um, so what else we got, Alex? We got I mean, that, that, that was pretty much what TJ explained to them all before the final. It seemed like, based on how giving laying out the rules, that – 
it's going to be a partners thing throughout. Obviously, we saw with one of the checkpoints, and we'll get into that, they might be switching up partners, but it's definitely going to be a, uh, a duos thing the entire time. Uh, that was about it for the rules, and then they get right into the final. Um, and it's, you know, the classic, the classic run, stop at a checkpoint and all that. So the first part, uh, I think they said it was a three-mile run. This was right when the wind was coming in. Um, so any thoughts – We'll get into the little like King of the Hill challenge that they have with all the colors. Uh, we'll get into that in a sec. But any specific thoughts on the first three mile run? I thought it was very normal. I did kind of like how it looked like it was it was like tough terrain to run on, like with all those rocks up and down all these hills. We saw people stumbling in basically every shot. So it wasn't just like a straight run through the desert, which I kind of liked. Um, but any thoughts on the run? I think overall CT and Amber finished first. And then Fezzi, Casey, Cam and Corey, and Leroy and Nani. Uh, anything before the first checkpoint there? No. I mean, I thought it was a pretty basic three-mile run. Uh, I do think it was kind of a difficult run. You know, it did not look like it was just a straight, flat, you know, easy run. I mean, in the beginning, I, I would say, sorry, in the first three miles, I feel like it was more flat than when they had to do the, the code and we'll get into it or the grab the keys. When they got the keys, it started getting a lot rocky and stuff. I mean, uh, tough run to do. Yeah. But even, even that first three miles was just a run in the park for Fezzi. His body was oh. built for this. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, no surprise there. No surprise there. But yeah, I like it. A little, little, little bit of a terrain makes for interesting three miles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe maybe they shortened it up a little bit because it was a little bit of a tougher terrain. Like three miles, I feel like at least to start it isn't as long as they usually do, but it was definitely a harder to actually run on. Uh, so you get to that first checkpoint, and I mean, just overall thoughts on this. You got you had a guy's heat and a girl's heat, um, just running up that little hill. It was it was a flashback to the first challenge, which was when November. I mean, yeah. that was this season. And, and he, when it comes down to it, I mean, we've preached this how many times this season. We've had the same eliminations three times, four times for some. And now the fact that we are getting the same daily challenges, I mean, come on. I, I don't know how lazy writing can possibly be to do that shit. Like, that just pisses me off. Like, it's a fucking final. At least do something different that these people have been, like, eating. Like, the eating thing? I'm happy for that. You know, they kind of done that in the past, but let, let's be real. What a fucking joke that was. I don't know how you guys I, feel. You, you I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I, I like the challenge itself. Completely fine with it. But the fact that it's a repeat, that pisses me off. It's just lazy. Well, See, I didn't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They, well, they, I was just going to say, I think they used to do this back in the day. Like in the dual, dual twos of the world where they would do like little checkpoints during the final that were based off of old challenges and eliminations. I kind of like it. I, I, get, I get your point about them being lazy the whole season, but I don't know. I, I think that's more of what it is, is like, you know, we're coming off of two headbangers and two episodes when they could have just mashed it to one. You know, we've seen the same like four eliminations the entire season. And then, you know, they throw that at us for the first thing. Maybe I'm just a little biased right now. You know, um, you know, if I rewatch it, actually there's no chance I rewatch the season, but maybe it's just, you know, kind of hot or kind of, you know, fresh in my mind. So see, I, I, I liked it. It was kind of like a uh, little callback. 
I didn't mind fucking you, November. Well, and that's the thing. So I, I was talking to one of my buddies uh, earlier today about doing something tonight, and I said, well, no, 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 it's the final for the challenge. And he said, wait a minute, that's still, that's still on? And I said, yeah. He said, wait, I thought you were doing that like back in 2020. And I, uh, yeah, months into 2020, we were doing that. I swear, happened, conversation. But I like, I like, the, I like the callback. I like the uh, – when you have consistent ones over and over or consistently repeated challenges it, or eliminations, it kind of gets annoying. But I didn't mind a callback from episode one. I mean, and like I said, it's not a bad challenge. I just – like I said, I think I was just kind of fresh in my mind, like how lazy can you fucking be? Uh, and just to say, Andy, this, this season did start December 9th, 2020. So just past the November, but we'll get to that. So we got the King of the Hill challenge. Um, and it's basically down to, I would probably say what CT and Fezzi are kind of like the two people kind of just really neck and neck the entire time. They're kind of just fighting, you know, who's the top alpha dog. Um, and I mean, CT wins, which good for him, you know? Yeah. And it ended up playing out. I think very similarly to how that first challenge went where it was like somebody tries to hold it and then other people come around and like they read the colors while one person's holding it and then that person throws it. So it was like some physicalness to it, but it wasn't like everybody was fighting the entire time for it. Um, yeah, CT won. I think he got it on his first check, which wasn't really that surprising because I feel like a challenge like this, it's a lot more mental than physical. Because you have, at the end of the day, no matter how you do it, whether it's you're fighting over it, you're holding it, everybody's looking, at the end of the day, it comes down to memorizing colors, like a five-year-old. And Corey couldn't do it. Leroy couldn't do it. And Fezzi, you know, got a little butt hurt when CT was throwing him around on the hill a little bit. Um, but I would say going into that, CT would, would have been the favorite just because he's obviously a big physical guy, but he also is smart enough to do puzzles like this in the final. Um, so overall result wise, I wasn't too surprised. Uh, I mean, I would have been shocked if like Corey won this thing. I mean, he's an idiot. Um, but overall, overall, not surprised that CT won. Yeah, I, I wasn't either. Andy, anything from this? Yeah, I wasn't surprised either. <laughs> so girls, he, this is where I was surprised. Amber B picking up the dub. Um, very surprised. I thought... I would probably say Cam was probably the favorite going into it. Um, and kind of like the entire episode, and I'll, we'll kind of get into it. I was very disappointed in Cam's performance this entire episode. Uh, I know Love By You is going to probably shit on me for it, but Cam did not look good today at all. The running portion, I think their team was third uh, for a majority of it. Uh, and, you know, being this, the top dog, like, she did not have a good showing tonight. Um, yeah, I would say I, I I agree. I don't think she had a good showing. I also don't think she had a bad showing. Though. No, I agree. Even, I, I, I agree. Yeah, even though she wasn't the favorite, I mean, you you just expect more, but yeah. it wasn't necessarily bad. Alex, anything? I mean, I, I agree. I think for some parts of it, Cam kind of seemed like she was just happy to be there. But at the end of the day, I think what this whole episode reminded me of is just like how fluky finals can be sometimes, and not necessarily fluky. But like CT said it right away, it comes down to the checkpoints. That's what it is, especially in a final with runs as short as these. Like 
you know, obviously CT and Amber ended up winning both of the checkpoints that we saw tonight, but it's like when those runs are so tight, if you, you know, are able to memorize a couple of colors before another team, then we're talking about the order completely differently tonight. Yeah. So it just comes down to all those little things. So Amber wins. So literally the team is Amber and CT. Perfect match. Um, question for you guys or the chat. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys can answer it. Uh, but how the hell did like Amber get picked? Like to be that ultimate winner of that challenge. Time. You know what I'm from saying? When C- from when TJ says go, the time until it was the fastest time. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I was just making sure because I was like, I didn't know if it was just like because their team won, um, or you know how it was actually chosen like that. Because I at first I was thinking like their team won. How did they choose Amber? Like, could you imagine if Corey would have won the first heat and then you know Amber? Like, how how would you choose it? But Thank you for correcting me. It was the quickest. You, you probably couldn't hear it over all the wind because they're in a hurricane. <sighs> that is true. Okay, Alex, anything else with that? or? I mean, well, then we get Amber's decision, right? I, like this, this kind of caught me off guard when they you know, did the classic TJ cut to, cut to commercial and all that. I thought at this point they were done with switching partners and having the option to. Um, so, I mean, it really caught me off guard and Amber's, so what do you guys think about both Amber having the option to switch partners and then her choosing to stay with CT? Well, one that completely came out of no, nowhere. I was surprised they even had the option. Um, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think she made a smart move staying with CT. What they did, because people forget this is their first time actually working together. They really haven't done a uh, this. Yeah, this is literally the first time working together as a team, and they were the first team done the run everything. I think this is actually, and it was funny because I was mocking them last episode. I thought this was going to be the worst team. They've shut me up, and they look good. Trev, um, I told you before this episode, don't sleep on Amber and CT, and you laughed. I mean, I, mean, I got to see some receipts on that. Um, you know, you were. Uh, you were in Mexico, so I, I don't, I, I don't know when, when you said that. So, and my MVP was PT. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Anything else, Alex? No, I, I mean, I, I compl- Amber would have been stupid to switch. They were doing so good in the final, and you guys, you had like if, if it would have been less dumb if CT won and was able to switch for Cam or somebody, but like for Amber to switch away from CT to you know, big, bad, fezzy, like, come on. So I think Amber made the right choice there. I I loved, loved the facial expressions from fezzy during this oh, yeah. stuff. She didn't pick oh, me? She's not picking me? Why, why, why would she not want to run with the big, bad wolf? Why would she pick this other bigger, older guy who's also won, like, three finals and has been on the challenge for 15 seasons? Why would she want him over me? I'm, I'm me. I'm I'm the Fezmeister. I played football at University of Tennessee. Why would you not want to be with me? And then, of course, during his confessionals, he's just like, oh, you know, I'm happy to be with Casey. Like, I'm, I'm happy that I get thorough, but the deal just – it was just awesome. But I also think that um, 
if CT won, I think he would he would have kept uh, Amber too. And the reason I say this is because, and CT running. said this at the start, the running's everything. Amber B was waiting on CT for that to, to finish that three mile run. No yeah. one else was like that. The guy was leading the pack for every duo aside from them. So if I'm CT, I'm like, you know what? I'm the slow one. If I'm the slow one in my team, my team's winning the final. Chattanooga. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, so she stays with CT. And then we got the two-mile run to the key, my key. So we had group of one going first was the winners, CT and Amber. Uh, and then we had big brother, Fezzi and Casey. Then we had Cam and Corey. And then we had Nani and Leroy. Um, so during, during this two-mile run, it looked like, you know, Fezzi and Casey were – here's another thing I don't like, sorry, about the finals – how how can they possibly – I'm trying to think of the most fair way they can do it. Like Amber and Fe, or, uh, Amber and CT finished like five minutes ahead of any other team, right? How do, you, how do they only get a 30-second head start in part two? That's not what happened. It was – Go ahead. It was the average of how fast CT did and how fast Amber did on finishing the first run was the gap between – so like – how fast Amber beat Casey. Let's say that was four minutes and CT and, and CT beat the Fezmeister by two. They get a three minute head start. That's how they determined it. it yeah. It didn't seem that way. Like I felt like they caught him pretty fast and it looked like they finished way in front of them. That's how well, I say it, but again, it's, the, it's MTV. Yeah. Like, and I think the difference when those the the second three and four started it was like two seconds like they ran like 100 meters boom next it, realistically it was probably 10 to 15 seconds yeah so. tj when they did like second third fourth it almost seemed like tj announced them in the same cut like meaning you could kind of tell it wasn't edited and it was pretty quick um but i i do and like Andy said, I think that that was how they started them was they averaged the times of how everybody finished. And then, and they said that. So I, I wanted to get your guys thoughts on that. Cause like, I, I like that that was how they did it and that they explicitly said, this is how we're doing it. Cause we've mm -hmm. seen in finals before they can almost ruin finals where it's like, you yeah. know, first place, first place you beat somebody by two hours, you get a 30 second head start or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, or only first place gets a head start, whatever. Whereas this time TJ said, and again, even though they said it doesn't necessarily mean it's hundred percent accurate, but at least we got them telling us, Hey, this is how we did it. And I think how they explained it was probably, I mean, is almost always the fairest way to go in a final. Yeah. CT and Amber earned that exact lead that they got the second day or the second run. Yeah. Um. So they start the run Fezzi and Casey catch up. They are actually the first team to grab their key. Um, and then that's where an all hell starts to break loose. Um, and I don't even know what happened. If, if Casey just slipped and fell or stepped on the wrong rock, uh, and it looked like she said she dislocated her knee or something. Um, so down goes Casey. Not good at all. Um, 
Fezzi was just, oh my God, this was one of the worst moments like I've ever seen. He was just like, not, not this again. Why does this always happen to me? Fuck her basically. And it was just like, what the hell? What do you have to say about it, Andy? I mean, he's just such a bitch. Is that it? Like, there's really no other way to put it. Like, he's been doing this. He's been treating all these girls and all the guys like they don't even deserve to be on the same show as him. They don't deserve to be breathing the same air as him. And he finally had someone who's supposedly as athletic as he is and also someone he's really close with. And the fact that he's still, when she's down there, he's just sitting there like, like, are you serious? This is supposedly like your friend outside of the show, and you're still giving that bullshit, oh, she's the reason why. If, if you're this big, bad wolf, pull a Mr. Beautiful and pick up your partner in the final and run to the key. If you are as good as you say you are, do something about it. Kenny carried Wes up a mountain. Up a That's mountain, too. Like, like – Literally, this guy is a Division One football player at the University of Tennessee. I'm sure he can pick up fucking Casey on his shoulders and run like 100 yards or as far as it is. It's just – I don't know. It just blows my mind. And like you said it. And like – I mean the chat – everybody agrees. Everybody in this chat, everybody who listens to this podcast, fuck him. He is such – so bad. He's such a pussy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But anything else, Chattanooga, Alex, you want to put in? I mean, no, I completely agree. And I think what was going through my mind during this 10, 15 minutes of the episode was just wasn't necessarily this guy sucks because I I mean, I completely agree with that. It was almost I was just thinking about like the the edit that Fessy has gotten this entire season. And I think this is this moment was what it was leading up to. Like, you know, every every season, the the people who have the biggest spots in the game get a certain edit by production and the edits real to some extent exaggerated to some extent and i feel like the edit that fezzy has gotten all season is exactly what we're talking about like a self-centered guy who thinks he's the best partner ever thinks he's the best player ever um and girls are slowly you know in the second half of the season slowly starting to not want to be with him because of how bad of a team player he is and then that just builds you know to the like this final and I feel like the way they edited it, he probably wasn't going to win this thing. Like if he wasn't going to have the hero ending to this, he was going to have something like this, where it's like his girl partner who he's best friends with, like we said, you know, literally breaks her leg or whatever happened, can't walk anymore. And then they cut to Fezzy saying, oh, this is, this is a really hard pill for me to swallow. I'm Fezzy. You know, usually my teammates at University of Tennessee, they can get through this like, it's on me. Like now I can't compete. Now I can't win a final. I'm Fezzy. Uh, and like all of this stuff. And so it just kind of like, I feel like this right here and we'll see how it plays out, I guess, next episode. But I feel like this was the end. This is the end of Fezzy here was like, this is his edit. He's had it all season, a bad person, a bad teammate, and he's going to go out like it the same way. Chattanooga. Yeah. The, the last down, the, the, the one thing that was running through my head, and I'm sure we are going to see this on the reunion even more so now, is now he can say, oh, no, I would have won it. I would have won it. No, I would have backpedaled my way in. If I had a girl who was as good as me as my partner, oh, I would have won it, no doubt. 
that was another thing that was just popping in my head. And I was just like, fuck, even though this guy is going to get dead last, he's, it's still a boost to his ego. Yeah. Like that's, he's just the worst. He's just the worst. Yeah. And I think another thing, what we're going to see, um, is literally just anybody who wins, if it's Leroy being like, like I'm just saying if Leroy wins or I'll, CT or who, who's the last person? CT. Corey. Corey, sorry. He'll be, he'll call them out and be like, you won that final because I'm out. I was out. You yeah. know, that, right. You know that. Right. And it's just like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Sit your ass down. You're not a fucking god. And oh my god. yeah, I, I, yeah, we'd love that we get to see Fezzi lose. We would love it more if we got to see him lose fair and square. Yes, absolutely. It it would have almost been better if he went into an elimination. Like if that first stage was like in an elimination and he went home. Let's just say against CT or whoever. Like. That would have been ten times better. The fact that this injury thing is just an excuse. It's gonna pit. It's and we're and like the boys have said. It's gonna be the excuse for the next five years. It sucks. <laughs> so, I hope to God we do not get Fezzi for another five years. Oh, absolutely, we'll one hundred percent get him. They're obsessed with them. MTV sucks him off. It's ridiculous, and and it's gonna be so classic because in seven months, eight months from now, when we get episode one recap of season thirty-seven. I bet you $100 the first confessional says, I'm back, you know, last season. Uh, I should have won the final, but, you know, it wasn't my fault. Injuries came to play. You can record this clip right now, Jesse Abs or whoever. Um, it will it will 100% be said. Um, so, yeah. I don't disagree. So then, I mean, we have to kind of carry the Fezzy bashing into the whole eating checkpoint. And – we get to the eating checkpoint. The three teams obviously beat Fezzi and Casey there. Uh, we can get to maybe those three in a sec, but then Casey has a, a thing around her leg. She's, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't give her crutches. I mean, she was walking down those rocks, like couldn't even walk. And Fezzi was like kind of carrying her. Uh, but then they are somehow allowed to get to the eating checkpoint and like they can, can continue to eat and like can compete. But Fezzi just doesn't take one bite. Oh my God, this, this moment, he was the biggest pussy I've ever seen in my life right there. Casey worked her ass off this entire season. She worked her ass off in this final. She literally dislocated her knee. Sorry. I know I'm getting loud, getting the rant coming, but, but literally she has a dislocated knee. She's giving it her all. She's chugging. She's literally stuffing the stuff in her mouth. She doesn't give a shit. She knows she's giving it all. And this little motherfucker is like. Why should I do it? Why should I do it? It's like, dude, grow a pair and actually drink. You are literally looking like Jay from Battle of the X's 2. You look like a pussy. Nobody likes you. Like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Jay ate more. Absolutely. 100% agree. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Someone else ran it. Well, so, so. I'll get into it. And this has been my thing with Bezzy the whole time. This is my thing with, with Tyree. There's more to the challenge than being the biggest, baddest guy on the season. That's just what the show is. That's why I love this show. Because it's not like Big Brother, where it's nothing but just like scheming and plotting. It's not, you know, the world's strong man, where you just have to be the biggest guy out there. You have to have so many different tools in your toolbox that you can lean on. 
You want to know why CT is really fucking good? Because he does everything. He's not just big, but he can run. He's good at politics. He can eat. He can do everything at the challenge. And guess what? In the finals where you get exposed, if you have a weakness, it will get exposed and you will lose as a result. If Casey was 100%, they would be in dead last out of this eating challenge because Fezzi's a little bitch. I don't care how many reps of 225 he can do. I don't care what his broad jump is. I don't care what his fucking 40 is. If you can't eat ram's testicles and a sheep face and drink a liter of blood, then don't be on the or not not don't be on the challenge, but you're not going to win the challenge. That's just what it boils down to. You can run up that little hill in King of the Hill and you can grab CT and wrestle him around, but if you can't match up the colors to your piece at the end, you're not going to win. And guess what? CT won. You have to be able to do everything. Just because you're 6'6", 240, doesn't mean you're going to win the challenge. It doesn't mean you're the best. So for him, and it goes back to when he was getting in CT's phase of, I'm carrying the torch. All right, eat, eat more than me. Eat more than me in a final and then take my torch. Beat me in a puzzle and then take my torch. He's just such a little bitch. And there's so much more to the challenge than just being big. And he got absolutely fucking exposed. And, like, I wish, I wish Casey was healthy because he still would have gotten exposed. Well, you know what it reminds me of? It almost reminds me of like Lolo Jones talking to the girls. How Lolo was just like, I'm the bit, you know, I'm the best athlete here. I dominate. And she was exposed this season. She did not look that good on challenges, uh, even daily, because this isn't a sport. You can't just say like, I'm an Olympic athlete, Lolo Olympic athlete. You can't just say that stuff because this, this game is different than any other game on the world. It's literally the fifth major sport for a reason. It is literally so many different things going around. So I think tonight was the perfect reason why, like, it, it just literally exposed who Fezzi was. He can't do an eating challenge. I mean, he was literally – couldn't eat it. Alex, what, what are your thoughts on it? I know you've been dying to dive in, so. No, I mean, I completely agree. Um, a, a, a couple thoughts. One – is exactly that. Like one of the thoughts that I had about Fezzi this whole episode was like, this guy just needs to learn how to run finals. Like he's a good competitor. Like obviously he's a big, strong, fast guy, all that thing. But he, and he's been in two seasons and he's made two finals. So like, that's good experience to have. But like CT at this point is a machine in finals. And we don't know if he's going to win this or what, but he does all of this shit good or better that you need to win a final and yet yeah, it's taken CT 20 seasons to get this experience, but Fezzi and Fezzi is on a good track, but like competing in challenge finals are just so much different from all of this. And, and to go back to the whole eating thing and how he said he wasn't going to compete, like it's an eating checkpoint. They got there and CT and Amber weren't done yet. Like they weren't first place yet. Like they could have gotten there. It wouldn't have been completely, you know, unrealistic, unrealistic for C or for Fezzi and Casey who couldn't move, but it doesn't matter. You're standing at the thing to, it wouldn't be unrealistic for them to get first place in there. Like just devour the food, get first place, throw your thing on somebody else. And then maybe you get an overnight stay. Fe Casey can rest up a little bit and then it's anybody's game. But for Fessy to just take the route of like, Oh, you hurt your leg and you're probably not going to be able to go anymore. So I'm not going to even try to eat just the biggest bitch move of all time. And I, but I think last thing is I think at this point though, it's almost satisfying to know though, that like you can't take the other side on this. 
Like, you know, we've kind of shot, shot on Fezzi like the entire season. But, like, at this point, how can you defend the last 15 minutes of, of his performance tonight? There's nothing to say. What yeah. I loved about this, and we even brought this person up earlier, when Fezzi's doing this part of the challenge, he is Jay. You take a foot off Fezzi, you take 100 pounds off Fezzi, and those two are the exact same. So, yeah. like, you don't, I don't give a shit if you're 5'6 or 6'6. Six, six. They performed the exact same at this part of their respective finals. I don't give a shit how big you are. And Jay was one of the worst final performances we've ever seen. He's an absolute laughing stock. He's Mighty Mouse. Well, he's not Mighty Mouse. That's Trey. But he's an absolute <laughs> shrimp. And that's what goes to show you that Fezzi and Jay are in the exact same conversation. And, and they're not even close to the same physical specimens. Yeah. Um, so kind of moving on a quick sec from that, we had CT and Amber take down the food and finish first. So kind of the good old to be continued uh, kind of ends with the dessert plate. Um, so who do you throw this dessert on? I think there's a clear, obvious choice of who to throw on. I think clearly you throw it on Cam and Corey. I think that's the logical choice. Um, one, you know, Leroy and uh, what's it called? Leroy and uh, Nani. I mean, they're we all know they're kind of that last place team if everybody's 100% healthy. Then you look at Fezzi right now, and um, who I would make him eat. I mean, he's not going to eat it, so <laughs> you might as well throw it, on, throw it on Corey and Cam. And if let's say Fezzi and um, what's it called? Casey win, then what I who knows if that's the end of day one of the final or probably not end of day one, but that elimination cut. Then you have an injured team in core in uh, Leroy and Nani. I mean, I take that all day. So you want to keep that team. You basically want to, you know, leave the lamb to die. <laughs> so you give it to, uh, I would obviously say Corey and Cam. You guys agree? A hundred percent. I think Corey, I don't think there's a right answer because I do think giving it to Leroy and Nani is also like not a bad move, especially like gauging how much food each team has. There is a wrong answer, and that's giving it to Casey and Fezzi. I but do like Jordan's response there for it, though, if you want to respond to it. I do really like that. Pettiness is out the window when 900 grand's on the table. <laughs> Fezzi's already looking like a bitch. He already looks like an idiot. And yeah. You, you give it to someone who's actually going to give you a uh, hard time winning the money. Yeah, Alex? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Corey and Cam. And I think really the only reason that they even, you know, considered Fezzi and Casey, at least like in the way they edited it, was just because of the fact that the other two teams have Leroy on one team and Cam on one team. So it's like they're not going to tell CT to throw it on each other. So they're going to say, the, you know, the third team who's there being Fezzi and Casey – Obviously, we know that, you know, half of their team can't even walk right now. Um, but, I mean, I feel like if you do anything aside from Cam and Corey, you're inviting Cam and Corey to, like, compete with you in the rest of the final. Whereas if you throw it at them, maybe it just destroys their team. They can't finish it. Fezzi and Casey can't finish it. Can't finish it. And then you're going against Leroy and Nani, who have been last place all episodes. Yeah. So, I would say you got to go Cam and Corey. What did you, what did you, what did you think about – kind of ending the episode here. 
yeah, I, I think this was a good ending spot. Uh, there, were, I mean, obviously it was to be continued. So, um, yeah, I mean, performance-wise, uh, looking at the four teams, I mean, we've already talked about it, but Amber and CT looked great. I mean, I was surprised at how good – like, I literally picked them to, I think, finish third uh, was my prediction, and they looked good. <laughs> I was very surprised for a team that's never worked together. Uh, so good for them. My biggest disappointment – I guess this is kind of LVP, so I can't, I'll wait on my biggest disappointment. Uh, but what 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 do you guys think about the teams and how they performed today? I mean, I, I agree. I feel like Fezzi and Casey – performed well and it just you know happened to have that injury and then Fezzi being a pussy at the end there um, but I mean they did as good as I think you would expect from them Amber and CT I think were the big surprise uh but then like as it was going on it's like you almost think that it shouldn't be that surprising just because CT is that much of a veteran um it wasn't surprising that Nani was basically in last place of all eight people on all of the running parts and then it's also like the last team there that I haven't mentioned yet, not last place, uh, is Cam and Corey. And they just did like a classic Cam and Corey thing where they like, you know, they're good. They're in the hunt, but they're not yeah. first place. Very eight and eight football team going to yeah. the playoffs. Corey's like, Corey's always like kind of like the Houston Texans. Like he looks good on paper. He may sneak into the playoffs, but, yeah. you know, once it gets down to that cold weather finals, cool. not going to make it out. Andy, anything? No, I, I'm, I was a little less surprised than you guys were, though, at CT and Amber. Uh, even though, like, Amber, of all eight people left, was probably viewed as the weakest competitor, running is, like, 70% of the final. Mm -hmm. It really is. And, like, we've never seen – we've never seen her. And that's why, like, sometimes rookies can come in and just get blown away. But she's in good shape, and she had two good eliminations in the hall brawl, like – Amber, she's a rookie, and we still haven't seen every, like, everything that she can bring to the table. But so far, like, what is she? What is she not done? It's a good question. I mean, I, I just think it's more of the rookie aspect. Yeah, which is understood. Which is understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, looking at the girls that were in, you know, in front of them. I mean, Casey. Leroy this entire season looked amazing. So even though Casey got a new partner, I mean, she's still really good. Cam's really good. And I, I think I just, you know, I like Nani and, you know, I think benefit of the doubt. That's why I rated them higher. Uh, one thing I do want to bring up, and this is kind of like if we want to talk about kind of like predictions for part two, do you think there will be another opportunity to switch partners in this game? I would guess yes. Wow. And do you would, think anybody would? I think it depends, obviously, on scenarios. Like, if you're in third place. And, yeah. yeah. But, Andy? I, I think any girl should be picking CT, whether it's Amber, whether it's Cam. And that's why, like, when, when Amber was making her decision, why would you not want CT on your team? Yeah. Regardless of what gets thrown at you, he's going to be able to do it, and he's going to be able to do it really well. Like that's that's really all it boils down to. You're not going to pick Corey because if a puzzle comes up, you're fucked. You're not going to pick Leroy. And granted, we probably won't see a swimming challenge because it's a hurricane. But 
if there is a swimming challenge and Leroy is your partner, you're out. Like we saw that in, I think that was Rivals 3, where the first one they had to swim to a kayak and right out of the gate, he's toast. Where they jump out of a plane or helicopter and have to swim, you're done. You can't pick a partner who has a blaring, glaring weakness. Axis 2. DT has none. Was that Axis 2? Yeah, Again? with Teresa. Yeah. He has um, no weaknesses. Yeah, I agree. I the chat's pretty, you know, fifty fifty on it. It looks with picking partners again. I kind of hope not. I don't know what you think, Alex, Andy. Um, I kind of like the teams where they're at right now. I would like to see as much as I don't want to see, you know, this team get split up. But I would like to see Cam and Leroy run together. I think that'd be kind of interesting to see how they work together. Uh, but I, I, I do like Leroy and Nani, and I think it's very fitting for Leroy to, you know, start his challenge career and end it with kind of the same person. I think that's kind of really cool. Um, so yeah. I mean, that's the team I'm obviously rooting for. Uh, but, you know, anything can happen. What? Well, I, I'm getting some heat in the chat for not acknowledging Leroy's swimming abilities. If yeah, Leroy might have gotten a little bit better this season. So we went from the swimming abilities of a four-year-old to a six-year-old. Like Leroy's oh, no. not a good swimmer. No, he's not. I think he's he by far the weakest. No, he went I, from I, an awful one to a very bad one. So sure, he got a little yeah. better. No, no, no. He, he definitely improved. He's but he's he's definitely best. not you know West by any means. Like he's by far the worst swimmer out there. Hundred percent. Yeah, right? we're not crazy. 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah, we're not being crazy, are we? No, I can't. No. I can't see the chat right now. I have something brought up over it, so I can't see it. So, but with that being said, any anything else do we want to talk about, or you want to get into some segments? I mean, I think we're good. I'll I'll go ahead first. Last thoughts in the episodes, and we can kind of go around the horn here real quick before uh, a few segments. I would say overall. Very, very straightforward. Good episode. Uh, set us up. Set us up very well for uh, the finale. Um, and I think, I think it's kind of interesting how they said, like, you know, we're going to cut a team at the end of the episode, but we're still not a hundred percent sure who's getting cut. We would think it's Fezzi and Casey just because she can't run. Um, but I like the fact that that at least like going into next week, all four teams, I guess, still have a shot. Um, there's a bit of a surprise with Amber and CT. We'll see if they can switch up teams or not going forward. Um, but I think I think whenever they cut the finale up into two episodes, usually the first one goes like this. It's hard to mess it up um, just because you know you're not going to get a final result going into it. And then we'll see how the next – I mean, the next 90 minutes of the challenge are going to tell a lot about how we look back on the season. Not necessarily who wins it or not, but just quality of how they're able to wrap it up here. Mikey, the doctor just wrote something I was going to bring up and yeah, I mean, there's, there's not much to say. I mean, obviously one, one of you guys in there and it could be you, Mikey, the doctor, you're a little snitch or something possibly working with MTV, but I mean, we, we brought it up how many times who's Corey's partner and obviously they ran the segment tonight. And I mean, it's just I'm not surprised. It's just we we realized that. So segments tonight. What do we got, Alex? I'm ready. What do we got? First one of the night. Uh, we got a few tonight. First one is 
an old one this day in challenge history. Oh, sorry. This, day, this day in challenge history. Um, this one, I think it should go pretty quickly, and then we can then we can get on to challenge madness. Sorry, um, I had to share it. You know, when people send me this information late, you know, I, I gotta get it up. So sounds like a reliable sender. Uh, first one, this day in challenge history, a little bit of a trivia question. Um, the season is my favorite season, the one that I've been talking about for years now. Fresh meat too. I'm a big <laughs> fresh meat guy. Um, but the, the season is fresh meat too. This day in challenge history in the year 2010, episode two, who won the challenge? Who won the daily challenge? What team? Kenny and Laurel. <laughs> you won like the first, first seven. First part of the question. What'd you say? Who won the daily or the elimination? The first part of the daily. question, who won the daily? Episode two. Was it the one where they go underwater? Uh, let's see. It was, yes. 15, Landon and Carly. 15 feet below water. Landon and Carly won that one. Any I'm going to go Mr. Beautiful. Landon Always. and Carly. All right. So everybody said either Kenny and Laurel or Landon and Carly. One of those is right. The correct answer was Landon and Carly. Yeah, but surely that was the last time they won anything on that season. Second part of the trivia question is who was – the House's vote to go into elimination. Not the winner's vote, but who was the House's vote that got voted straight into elimination? What team? Episode two. Was it Kenny and Laurel? Because I, I thought the elimination for that one was Sarah went in. Who And I forget Sarah's partner. It wasn't Luke. No, it was... It was Vinny, 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 Vinny. Vinny and Sarah went against. See, but I don't think I don't think Kenny yeah, would have had know. enough votes. I think. No, I think that's when Landon chose the side. They chose the side of Wes. The handshake. Yeah. The handshake. Yes. I think you're right. I think it is Kenny and Laurel. So Kenny and Laurel went in against Sarah and Vinny, and Sarah and Vinny obviously lost. Well, so what's what's the answer? Your answer Kenny is Kenny and Laurel's your answer. I, I think the logic you guys had there is right. You just kind of flipped it at the end because Landon and Carly did make the handshake with Wes and Mandy. But the house vote was Sarah and Vinny, and then they used their vote, the second team on oh, Kenny and Laurel, making Sarah yeah. and Vinny the house vote. There we go. Yes. Landon and Carly made the deal with them because they said they would send in Kenny and Laurel. Then the house, Wes rounded up all the rookies and all those clowns to yeah. vote in Sarah and Vinny. Yeah, Jesse Adams. Yeah, now, now I'm, you know, it's, it's coming back. The gears are turning. So, yeah, episode two, Fresh Me Too. Landon and Carly win. They pick Kenny and Laurel. House picks Sarah and Vinny. Obviously, Kenny and Laurel win the second elimination of the season. So that's that's all I got for this day in challenge history. 0 for 2 on the night. Andy, uh-oh. 
Watch it, Mikey. All right, next segment, we got a little challenge madness. Finally, 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 I can't even speak. Finally Ooh. done with the March Madness bracket. Thank God, you know, MTV didn't, you know, copy us on this either. So, um, yeah, I, the, we'll kind of talk about the championship matchup here. Um, thank you to all of the fans in the chat, everybody who's voted on Twitter, kind of followed along uh, through the whole bracket. So, we started out with, 32 challenge teams ranked by the three of us here. Uh, and then it was basically up to you guys every week for the past five or so weeks. Uh, and the challenge championship, which Trevor and I debated a little bit last week, even though it wasn't big debate, uh, was CT and West going up against Bananas and Sarah. And CT and West win this. So they win the official uh, Stir the Pod Challenge Madness 2021. I mean, what do you guys think about this? Obviously, I think it was kind of from the second Emily and Paula lost, it was kind of like the doors were open for anybody else. Um, I think when we got to the championship, even the final four, it was pretty obvious that CT and West were probably going to find a way to win this. Um, but I mean, I mean, put put that up in the graphic. I mean, this is the second time we've done this. So I think now our graphic is going to say 2019 Rivals 2. I think is the season that won best season yeah. of all time, 2020, uh, COVID, 2021, CT and Wes. That's yeah. what's the Raptors. Absolutely. Andy, anything, uh, you know, we kind of discussed it last week, but what, what, what did you think about this matchup? CT and Wes in the finals versus Bananas and Sarah, and obviously CT and Wes winning. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't think there's a – I think there's a case to be made for Bananas and Sarah. Um, I don't think there's a bad winner out of those two. Um, Bananas and Sarah were one of my favorites of all time. I mean, C-Team West is literally two of the best people to ever be on the show. And they got put together, and they figured it out. And they were off and running from day one. And I think that kind of goes to – I hate saying this, but I think you got to give a lot of credit to Wes on this one because – when Wes and CT got matched up, he was like, you know what? CT is a bull. I have to figure out how to contain him a little bit. And he did. And that was when still when CT was a wild man. And Wes did a really good job being the, the brains behind the operation, but still knowing that you have to let CT be a little while, but still reel him in. It was kind of like a dog on one of those leashes that goes out and then you can pull it back in. CT was a pit bull and West was the owner. So call CT bootstrap and West was West. So it worked out really well. I hate to give West credit on this, but they were a great team and had a great season. Well, very well deserved here. Trent, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said last week, I did think CT and West were, were I mean, a dominating team. Uh, I was I took the side of Bananas and Sarah. I said the hardest thing with the whole Bananas and Sarah thing is the greatest team would be obviously Bananas taking the money and run. Um, you know, that kind of felt like that hurt that team. Um, you know, it's kind of Bananas versus the world at that point. But, like, during the season, I mean, like I said, that team won how many daily challenges. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, looking at this matchup, I, I would probably say CT and Wes – D deserved it um but you know 
my team, Emily and Paula, got knocked out before the Final Four, so I'm still a little salty about that. Yeah, I, I feel kind of like what Andy was saying. Like, I feel like when CT and West happened, it was just a perfect overlap of their challenge careers. Mm-hmm. Like, CT was peak physical CT, and I don't think you could say the same for West because West was off the roids. He was very skinny this season, but – Wes has always been a really, really smart challenge guy. I mean, compared to the rest of these idiots. So like, he's always been a smart guy. And I feel like you paired uh, a peak physical specimen CT with a really, really smart Wes who wasn't as big as roided up Wes, but could still run. Obviously they ran the final. Um, And I mean, it just, it was, and we talked about this in other, in previous matchups of challenge madness was they were expected to win from day one. And they ended up winning. Um, I was looking up that season now. I think I think they only won three challenges through the course of the season and then won the final. Because um, if you remember, Trey and Zach actually won the first two challenges of that season. They kind of dominated early. Frank and Johnny won a couple. Jordan and Marlon won a couple. Um, but, I mean, CT and West obviously didn't go into elimination. They didn't. They had all the numbers on their side the entire time. Um, just dominance from day one to day 50 or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? Or are we good to just wrap up challenge Ma- or STP madness 2021? I, I think that's it for this year. And again, like we said, uh, and we'll obviously talk about this with the fans once we get there next year, but you know, every March, this is March. We'll try to come up with a, with the challenge bracket to try to put a few things together. Um, first time we did seasons this time was uh, challenge teams. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out every time uh, the season is kind of in March madness territory. Yeah, absolutely. So congrats to CT and Wes. Yep. So any other segments? One today? shining moment. One shining moment. Uh, we did not have the budget for one shining moment this year. So uh Maybe, uh, maybe next year. So maybe, maybe next year when the challenge Twitter steals our idea again. Okay. Okay. So what now? MVP, LVP? I think we're ready for MVP, LVP. All right. MVP, LVP time. Chat, you know what to do. Um, should we just take the first one? Let's take, yeah. take the first one. We'll take the first order. Uh, go around the horn and give our picks. This one's tough. We're down to the wire here. Only eight people, eight challengers left in the game. Mike Woody, it's Woody. Wood's in there, Jesse. Mike Woodson. Woody is bringing it back home. IU basketball's back. Minus four. He's Wes did quit daily that season. Oh. We going with that order? I don't Start. care if he wants okay. to. It seems like Alex is always first, but always going first. All right. So Let's this is, we'll go Alex, Trev, Andy, MVP, LVP around the horn, um, snake draft. You guys give your picks while we give ours. My MVP for episode 18. I'll try to keep it sweet and simple. I'm going CT. I mean, he was just a machine the entire episode. Uh, finished in first place. He 
has a dessert that he's looking to hand out to another uh, another team here that's only going to increase his and Amber's lead. Um, I mean, he's just a beast. He's just so good at these finals. He's an eating machine. He was making jokes about how e- how easy eating all that stuff was. Uh, um, and he, you know, he can do puzzles. He can do beat Fezzy up on the hill and all that. So MVP, I'm going CT. Yeah, great pick. Uh, you know, I was going to go that, but I'll just go to his partner, MVP, Amber B. And I think she surprised me the most out of any person tonight's episode. Uh, did not know how she would perform. She was first in running. She finished her puzzle. I mean, she looks so good tonight. So my MVP is Amber B. Very excited to see what that team brings to day two of the final. Or I guess the end of day one into part two of the final. Yeah, so I'll I'll, uh, wrap us up for MVPs. Um, My MVP is going to be Karma. And I've got a couple things that that flow into this. Um, First and foremost, when you treat your partners like shit, bad shit's going to happen to you. Fezzy's a prime example when you're a bad teammate, bad stuff's going to happen to you. Like, plain and simple. And it's happened to him the whole time. Mikey did doctor MVP me. Thank you. But karma, karma, I mean, my name is Earl was built on that whole, like, idea. But it also factors in on the flip side of if you're a good partner, good things happen to you. I think throughout this whole season, the best partner has been CT. CT was amazing to to Big T. He's been plenty fine with Amber B. He's like, you know what? I know I kind of got the the shit end of the stick. He got Amber B by default. But he was like, you know what? Let's go do this. Like, let's, let's, let's win this damn thing. And then same with Amber B. Throughout this whole throughout this whole season, she has just been laser focused. You know what? I'm just gonna go in and get the job done. And that's paid off for both of them. And it's been the opposite for Fezzi. So my MVP is going to be Karma. Wow. Now, I feel like LVP tonight is going to be very interesting. I feel like we could give a group one, but that's no fun. So, Andy, I'm curious to hear your LVP tonight uh, and maybe a rant. I don't know. We'll get into that. Well, I mean – the LVP is a no-brainer. It's the LVP that I've given multiple times, back-to-back episodes, maybe even back-to-back-to-back if you go back one more. Easy LVP for me, Fezzy. Like, everything about this. To think that he goes from, like, and even just this one episode, this one episode where they start off running. Oh, yeah, you know, this is a walk in the park. My body's built for this. All right, you fucking loser. Then they get to the king of the hill, and it's, oh, yeah, you know, I already won this the first time. I'm going to win it again. Nope. And then your partner goes down instead of comforting him. <sighs> and then CT wins, and he picks he, – or, or, sorry, Amber wins, and she picks CT, and it's, what? What? And then they get to the eating, and that is the cherry on top. No pun intended from an eating perspective, but his whole progression this episode was nothing but downhill. He's an absolute loser, period, loser. You, you're a loser if you don't win. So until he wins, 
he's a loser. Like, that's just facts. So he was my clear LVP. He's just – he's such a bitch. I can't stand him. And he got absolutely exposed tonight. And when he got to that eating, I just had a big old smirk on my face. So my LVP is going to be Fezzy. <laughs> Sorry. My side honorable mention MVP is Brian McCord for that comment because that was actually a really good one. Um, LVP, LVP tonight. Obviously, I would have gone the exact same thing, but I kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, LVP has to be Cam. Um, you know, coming in, she was the favorite, I would say, girl favorite. She's strong. She has Corey as a partner. And realistically, their team was in third at part one of the final. I'm not saying they could still win. They, they are in a great spot to still win. But today's performance, she looked terrible, I think. Eating has not looked good. The color coordinating thing, not looking good. The whole running, she's been in third the entire time. I don't know. You know, she talks a big game and says she's the killer cam and stuff. And, you know, she's in third right now. So, or I guess second with the injury. But I was a little disappointed in how she, um, how she performed tonight. And uh, hopefully she can turn it around for part two. It's a fair pick. Fair pick. Uh, my LVP. I mean, at this point, we've said five different names, not a lot of options. Uh, I think I'm just going to go with, I think, the only other person that you can maybe say for LVP. Production. I'm going to go only other challenger, only other challenger. Because I was, I was thinking of non-challengers, but I'm just going to keep it as simple as I can, I think, here. I'll go with Nani. Um, LVP for Nani. And it's not necessarily a a surprising pick by any means. Like if you were to say, you know, in the running competition of the part one of the final, who's going to be in last most of the time, you'd probably say Nani out of these eight people. Um, and she still has a shot, I guess, with, if her and Leroy are able uh, to pull off a really, you know, good performance on a checkpoint or something. I just think it's the fact that this is, you know, a classic like team that makes it into the playoffs on a lucky little run and then they're not going to win a series. They're not going to, once you go head to head against somebody who's definitively better than you, you just lose. And I feel like that's kind of what Nani is here. I mean, Leroy is a beast, obviously, you know, with the right partner, I think he could maybe win one of these. Uh, but it's always kind of funny. Like, I don't know if you guys caught on to it, but like, especially early in the episode, Nani was talking about like, Oh, if I, if we, fall behind or get eliminated day one, I'm going to feel so bad for Leroy almost as if like she didn't even like give herself any credit or like any realistic chance of actually winning. It was more like, let's see what I can do for my buddy Leroy. Um, but I'll just go LVP Nani. I mean, obviously big fan of her. She's had some great outfits all season long. Uh, but just tonight in a final first one, I think since free agents for her, uh, just not her best challenge performance. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else on tonight's episode? Anything else? Any lasting remarks? Andy, Alex, you got anything? Oh, that was good, Mikey. I I mean, I think I'm good. Um, we got 90 minutes to wrap this whole fucking 18, 19 episodes up. So well, maybe. We got the reunions, I think. If they pull some bullshit, like what was Dirty 30, where it's like a they long <laughs> 
Like, could you imagine? Oh my lord. So, anything else, Andy? No, I'm good. This was a good first uh, final. I'm excited. It was one of my favorite episodes of the season, and they've got a good chance, good shot to to really bring it home next week. And I'm fired up. Yeah. Could not have said anything better myself. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. We'll be live next Wednesday night, same time, same place. Giovanni Bernard, and we are live, and love you guys. Bye-bye.